Hey, ladies. Hey. Hey. Welcome back to the Garden State Mamas podcast. Thanks for hanging with us with our off week last week. Really wasn't an off week. I spent a whole bunch of time trying to get the postpartum episode out, but we just had so much to talk about with postpartum that it was not happening. So we apologize for missing the week so early on in our podcast journey, but we're moms. Things happen. We don't have a ton of time to sit in front of computers and try and figure out editing systems and all that, even with the help of AI, because I definitely used a lot of AI help, uh, and it still didn't fix anything. So put a lot of hours into it, didn't quite work out for us, but we're glad that you came back. And if anybody's new, welcome to the Garden State Mamas podcast. Yay! Uh, We're just kind of doing a recap week. Um, Because the postpartum episode kind of got thrown off, uh, we got a little messed up in our episode plans and all that fun stuff. So what better time to have a recap week than than right now? So we're a week out from Easter. We all kind of did different things. So we're going to just talk a little bit about our holidays and what's been going on for the last week, week and a half. So Val, what's been going on? How you feeling with the baby? Well, you know, I'm actually like 17 or 18 days until my due date. So Oh you gosh. guys can all imagine the feeling <sighs> of um, exhaustion, excitement. Um, I feel like I need to like scrub baseboards because that'll be better <laughs> when the baby comes. I don't know. I feel like I need to do everything and I can't do uh, much of it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, for Easter, we didn't do too much, but it was kind of nice, you know, to not be busy. Um, you know, I live like hour and 45 minutes, two hours from Philly, Jersey area. So my sister actually met me halfway around Lancaster. Um, and I say it the nice. right way now because <laughs> I'm in PA because I what it was Lancaster, but it's Lancaster. They right. corrected me many, many times. So now I just say it Lancaster. Lancaster. Um, so we met at this diner out there um, with my niece and my sister took my niece home to spend spring break with us. So she hung out at our house and we made dinner. We did crafts and stuff. Kind of simple, but it was nice to just hang out. Um, My niece stayed for almost the whole week and actually took her first train ride from Harrisburg to Philly by herself, which is like exciting. She's clean. And um, she got to sit with, like, the conductor in the train area and everything. But I was like, wow, you're cool for so young to travel by yourself. But, like, you're yeah. exciting yeah. as a kid, you know? I don't. I didn't travel by myself till I think I was, like, 19, maybe. Oh, my God. I was well into my 20s. Yeah. It's a, it's a big thing. <laughs> so sad, actually. Yeah. No. So, I don't think I've ever traveled by myself. Oh, it's, I've, it's so liberating. I feel like I can do anything. Oh, I would love to take a train ride by myself. Well, or, I mean, well, I was going to say, I've only taken one. No, that's not true. I've taken several plane rides by myself. But the first one, I was like, oh, my God, this is actually happening because I'm terrified of planes. <laughs> yeah. I hate flying. But I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then when I did it, I was like, I freaking did it. Yeah, you can just go. It, it, like, builds confidence in a different way. Oh, yes. But it also builds oh, 100%. anxiety. Because it's like, well, I, I have to rely on my own timing, which is, yes. <laughs> that's iffy. <laughs> you know, so if I'm late, I can only blame myself. Um, right. 
Right. But once you go through with also that, responsibility, like yeah. that's a huge thing for her, like a big responsibility. Yeah, I'm super proud of her. Me and her mom were like, like, and and it's cool because they have a staff member with them the whole time. So like, I'm sitting right. there at the train yes. station waiting. The staff member literally comes and picks her up, brings her onto yeah. the train. I see her get into the train, and then they sit with her in that area. Once they got to Philly, they walk her out to her mom. So it's like a lot of family members were yeah. like super worried about it, understandably, because it's different. But I'm really, it was Amtrak. So I'm really happy with how they did it. That's awesome. So yeah, Easter wasn't, it wasn't too exciting, but it was very comfortable and fun. And I love when my niece comes because her and my daughter are like, almost like sisters. You know, so that was. Oh, that's that's even better. Oh yeah, yeah. Cousin relationships are huge. Definitely, and I can like be lazy and pregnant and not feel bad because my niece is over there doing whatever with her. So it worked out. That's good. So you needed it. She needed it. Definitely. Everyone, it was good for everybody. Yeah. So my niece will be back. She's like, well, when you have the baby, can I still come in the summer? I said, uh, yeah. Yes. Whenever you want, as long as you want, come yes. over. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. An extra help of him. And 14, I mean, like, gosh, I was already babysitting at 14. Yeah. And, like, you have so much, like, I was actually just talking about this with a girlfriend. I was like, I nannied, like, for summers for this family in high school. And I was... I swear I was a better mom to those kids than I am to my own kids because I had like the energy at, you know, 16 years old, um, you know, a little bit scary thinking about now, like me driving them around and, and just like, like just everything. But I'm like, oh my gosh, like I just like, it wasn't a big thing. Like I taught them everything and I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even like. I wasn't anxious about it. I was just like, yeah. Like regular, gonna, natural. This is just no, normal, I was like, natural the stuff. coolest cousin ever. Because I always <laughs> played with the little kid. Like all my yes. younger cousins who I babysat my whole life. Um, I was always the cool cousin because I was hanging out with them. Then I had my own kid and I'm like, I'm exhausted. Here's Cousin <laughs> Kelly. Cousin yes. Kelly will play with you. She has the energy. She doesn't have to do this all day long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, yeah, yes. it was so much easier babysitting and taking care of little ones and wrestling all over the floor. I always, I always babysat little boys. Well, everybody I knew had little boys. So, and it was just like, all I did was wrestle. Aww. <laughs> like, and that's all the, time. And the energy that that takes. That's why Which I cannot do now. the fun yeah. aunt and uncle life. You know, because then yeah. they can yeah. be that babysitter. I have a friend at work, and he's like, I don't want to be a parent. I want to be a grandparent. He's like, I want to skip the whole process. I want to spoil some kid. I want to send them home. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> but if you want to, like, babysit my kid and go spoil her, I can yes. for you. <laughs> 100%. But that is, like, a, the, the aunt-uncle, like, no kid aunt-uncle, like, whew. Honestly, I'm embracing that, like... If you don't want kids, like, but you, like, want to hang out with my kid, like, any of my brothers that they're like, Mom, I'm not really sure. And I'm like, cool, but you love your nephew and your <laughs> niece, right? So, like, <laughs> come hang out with us. But they do. They, ad- like, my kids adore their uncles. And luckily we have, you know, four of them. So 
But yes, that's awesome. That's so great. Yeah, that was a good time. What did you guys do over for Easter? I went to um, Chris and I and the kids went to church in the morning. We go to um, Epic uh, Center City. Um, there's a couple. There's one in Roxborough. There's one in King of Prussia. But we go to the Center City one and it was beautiful. Um, and let me tell you, like, as someone who goes pretty regular, regularly to church, like, I grew up Catholic, but now... It's funny to, like, see, like, all the people that come in at Easter time. Like, I forgot, right? Like, everyone shows up at Easter. And, like, everyone's dressed, to, like, to the nine. So I was like, oh, my gosh, there's so many people here. And it's in a theater on Market Street. Like, it's, like, we take over the theater on Sunday morning. And um, it's cool, but... It was a beautiful service, and then from there, we left and went to my mom's house, and she hosted my whole, that whole sides for, like, this huge lunch, and honestly, it was, like, the best meal. I, every single thing that I ate, I was, like, oh, my God, like, fat kid heaven. Mm -hmm. Like, I was just, like, oh, my God, this is the best thing. Oh, my God, this is the best thing. Oh, my God, this is the best thing that I've eaten like down to I'm not kidding my aunt Kim's caramelized carrots I might have had three helpings of caramelized carrots because I was like Kim what did you put in these carrots and she was like a lot of butter and brown sugar <laughs> I was just like that'll do it that <laughs> I was like because they're friggin delicious um but it was so good and the kids you know my mom and uh pop rock oh they call him pop rock he's rocky but when we did, like, grandparent names, he wanted Pop Rock. And I was like, I love that That's so catchy. much. So, yeah, my mom and Pop Rock put out all the Easter eggs. And um, Uncle Cal, my brother, hid one gold coin, which he helped, like, Johnny find. And it was just, like, they just hammed it up. And, oh, they got um, bathing suits from, okay, so this is the last thing I'll say, but they got bathing suits from my mom. Actually, a lot of people gave them bathing suits, which was amazing because bathing suits are really expensive. <laughs> but, um, my mom got Charlie this two piece mermaid pink, roughly like swimsuit deal. Mm -hmm. And immediately she had to put it on. And I'm not mm -hmm. kidding you like Easter egg in the middle of like, April, it was a beautiful day, thank God, but she was just Easter egg hunting in her bikini, and I was just like, thank God, it's like 70 degrees today, because and I'm like, aren't you cold, aren't you chilly? Nope, I'm good. I'm like, all right. Kids don't feel hey. it anyway. No, they were so excited, but I swear she ate nothing but candy that day, and I was like, you need to eat real food. Please sit down and eat some real food. It was like 500 delicious things. I'm like, please pick one. Pick one delicious item of food. Try this buttered sugar carrot. Yeah, eat these it's carrots, so please. I've already had five helpings. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so, they were so good. But, yeah, it was simple. It was nice. We came home. At Johnny's allergies were insane. And that was it. Nice and simple. That sounds good. How about you, Lise? I feel like there's a drum roll. <laughs> um no so we actually um we have 
a cousin who just purchased 10 acres of land and had a house built on it. Um, Um, it finished, they finished building in October of last year. So they're officially in the house. They've been in the house for a couple months. Um, and you know, we always have dreams of homesteading and that kind of stuff. So we wanted to go down and see what 10 acres of land actually looks like. Um, so we drove, it took us about six, six hours to go down about six and a half. If you count like us stopping, cause of course I had to pee as soon as we got into Delaware and I was like, seriously, one state in and I have to pee. <laughs> it's like, we didn't even, it was like right that. Over the Delaware Memorial Bridge, I'm like, <laughs> I, I barely and I left and I went right before we left. Get in the car, we're like on the turnpike, and I'm like, man, I'm starting to feel like I have to pee again. And I'm like, why do I have to pee? I just went pee. And so we cross over. Must have been very well hydrated. Apparently, so we we cross over the bridge, and while we're on the bridge, Danny goes, "I'm hungry," and I was like, "Good, because I have to pee." So we, we, we did manage. We stopped like the first Perfect. exit after the Delaware Memorial Bridge, so we were real far into our trip when we already had to pull over. Um, but they don't live far from where they used to live, so um, we went to Chesapeake, Virginia, a gajillion times um, growing up, and so it's only another like 15, 20 minutes from there. So it was super easy to get to. Um, almost exactly the same time GPS wise, because just the, Chesapeake's oh, kind of yeah. like a congested area. So just trying to get to where they lived in Chesapeake always took quite a bit of time. Whereas going into North Carolina, um, it it opens up a little bit more. Um, we took the New Jersey weather with us, so we got down there on Thursday and it was 86 degrees and sunny, and we had we got to walk yes. around the property and take a look at everything. They were just in the middle of building their chicken coop and their bunny. I saw that. I don't know what you call them. Their bunny Hutch? cage. Sure. Yeah, that works. Um, so we're building that. The pool had gotten put in in January, but they're still waiting <sighs> to get like they're basically making like a bar barbecue setup pavilion cool. like right off the so they were, they were still waiting for that and then for the pool guys to finish so that wasn't open they said the kids could go in but they would have to jump out and like get washed off immediately and i was like mm, yeah that's a little concerning but <laughs> <laughs> but we got there the only day that it was nice enough to do that was the day we got there and it was uh like 80 it was 86 when we got down there so beautiful and nice hot we were in like tank tops and everything And then we wake up Friday morning and it's 51 degrees, pouring rain all day long. So we had known that the weather was going to be kind of crappy. So we got tickets to see Mario. So we took all the kids to go see Mario. (gasps) So my cousin has a 10-year-old little boy and an 8-year-old little girl. And Danny is just in love, his his boy cousin. So oh. he's just in love with him. Like, they play video games all together. Oh, yeah. And they're very set up for that. Like, they've got a gaming loft that has the big comfy Ooh. couch and two TVs and two Xboxes and two. Was he yeah. in, like, heaven? Oh, absolutely. He played video games <laughs> for four days straight. Like, that's all the kid wanted to do. And that's all he talked about leading up to going no. down there was playing video games with his cousin. So, um... Uh, the eight-year-old girl was not so thrilled with, with Danny after about two and a half days. Um, Danny likes to wake up at 7 a.m. <laughs> and she does not like to wake up in the morning. And he would first, like, wake up the 10-year-old and then he would go and wake up the eight-year-old. And they were and then they weren't going to bed until, like, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. But Danny was still 7 a.m. Boom! Ready to go. Oh, <laughs> the gosh. other kids were like, uh... 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Friday was really yucky. Saturday was, it, it was still cold. It was only like 53. Um, and they were calling for rain kind of throughout the day. So we kind of, we did, uh, me and my cousin went to Walmart and got like all the Easter basket stuff because, you know, the yeah, plan when was, are you going to do right, that? You know, I was like, do you want me to bring this stuff down? Do you want to just go once we're there? And so we, we went off in the morning to go do that. And then we just brewery hopped in the afternoon, came home. Fun. Yeah, I got to try a couple different places. Got to meet my cousin's um, brother-in-law's. So her husband has two brothers and it, and then, so Sunday on Easter, it was straight country living down there. I mean, the four wheelers came out, the BB guns came out, the bow and arrows came out. Like it was straight country living. The kids were all out there like barefoot and it was still only like 55 degrees. The wind was like 30, 40 mile per hour gust. And this is an old like farmland that got subdivided into these 10 acre plots. So it's like house 10 acres house 10 acres and so it's just this big wide open space so the wind comes barreling through there so it was really like tough to be outside so we really weren't out there that that often the kids were out there and when everybody was riding the four-wheelers and stuff like that like people were out but we spent oh that's i saw that picture and i was like oh my god where were you i want to know everything yeah so that was that that was as a four-wheeling and everybody was like i don't know i i don't know do i come off city folk i don't think i come off city folk but everybody was like oh how was that? And I was like, dude, I will take any four wheeler through any, like four wheeler wheeling is nothing to me. Like I'll go mud in through the, like, I, I'm like, why is that? That's so fun. And there's pits, there's places to go in Jersey to ride it too. It's not like, Oh gosh. Yes. So I was like, what do I come off as like city folk up here? Like, I don't know how to ride a four wheeler. Like, I was like, let's go, let's ride the four wheelers. I mean, I wasn't shooting the BB guns or the bow and arrow, but I wouldn't do that up here either. So, I was just like, I don't understand why everybody's shocked that I'm just fine on a four wheeler. <laughs> Did Dan? Wait, was that Danny's first time on a four wheeler? Probably. Or has he done that? Oh, okay. No, it was probably his first time. Did he love I mean, it? Oh yeah, he was. He was taking over the controls almost immediately. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was like the say. little jeeps. Like he's had those little riding jeeps yes. and stuff that all the yeah. kids have. And then his most current one, Ariel, had, like, boosted it so it's faster. <laughs> nice. It's got, like, so double handy. the battery in it. Yeah. So he ended up boosting it so it's a little bit faster. So he's – Danny's been driving since he was, like, 18 months old. That's so awesome. So for him on the four-wheeler, it was, he like, was the whole – yes. Yeah, the only part he really couldn't do is he, he didn't have the thumb strength to hold the, like, throttle in. So I had to – I had to do that part. And then he'd be like, go faster, go faster. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. Aww. And then oh we left gosh. Monday. We tried to make it back in time for him to go to parkour, but he was just him and the 10 year old were just back to playing video games and having a good time. So I was like, you know what? We'll just miss parkour. We'll let them hang out. They're, you know, they only get to see each other a few times a year. If that, um, but we are making plans to go back down at the end of June and staying through like almost two weeks to be down there. Um, this way he can real country living it up and hopefully the weather will be nicer and I can help out with the garden and, and getting my cousin. Cause 
the problem with the 10 acres is it's a blank canvas and it's like overwhelming because you start thinking about all the things imagine. you could do and yeah. you start like and even I was like getting overwhelmed with like the ideas of what could be done with all that land and um so yeah it was uh maybe when we go down in June it'll be a little bit more set up and I can help out and we'll have the chickens and stuff ready um that will just be a me and Danny trip though um Ariel won't be able to take off that much time for work, but I can work anywhere. So uh, that's that's the tentative plan of going back down to North Carolina. That's country awesome. Living it up. Oh, we feel like Danny's going to get so much from these little escapades out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with older cousins. Like, I think, like, not only just the setting, but with older cousins just in general. Like, I think that bonding and that time and that growth period because they're like kind of so perfectly like she's eight and he's 10. Is that yeah. right? And then Danny's seven, right? Six. Yes. Six. Oh wait, why am I thinking he's seven? So he just seems older to me. I feel like he's so mature. <laughs> Is that like, he talks older. Like he, he does. He, talks he comes like off older. as like such a mature little kid. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but like, that's so good. That's so cool. And especially that they get to go do all that, like stuff together, especially as they get older, like they're going to go off on the four wheelers and God knows what they'll get into. And that's good. Like I, I do feel like that's something that like Chris and I always wanted, but it's just like, even in Georgia, like, and Georgia was way cheaper than up here, but I'm like, it's a lot for land now. Like, it's hard to like, you know, and we're definitely settled here in Jersey. I'm like, we are not moving. I love, I love, and even like the thought of moving into, you know, the bigger house. Do we want to renovate? Do we just, you know, add on to this house? Do we buy a bigger house down the road? And I'm like, the idea of losing this property, just the yard, because I was like, New Jersey, like South Jersey and North Jersey, I'm sure, property sizes, like, I grew up, like, being able to, like, look outside my, you know, like, we walk outside our door and the other neighbor's door is, like, 15, 20 feet right there. And, like, there's, it's good and it's bad. But, like, now that we're back in Jersey and I'm, I love, love, love both of our neighbors on either side of us. And we have this huge yard for the kids. It's not, Matt, it's not 10 acres. Would I love 10 acres? Of course I would love 10 acres. But it's just like, okay, like, how much is too much? And how much is, like... Yes, like the adventurous kind of thing, like where they're going to be able to like go off and do like unsupervised fun kid adventures, which like now is like not even a thing anymore. Right. Because you don't, they don't normally play with other kids, you know. Yes. It's like weird. And we went and we actually, when they first purchased the land and we're in the process of it we looked we looked to see because i was like what could we do if the lot next to them was for sale and we could yeah. what could we do as a family with 20 acres at that point yeah. you're talking cows you can have full you can raise your own cows on 20 acres yeah. so i was like what would it be that what 
what could it be if we had 20 acres? But after being down there, I realized um, I'm I'm too liberal to live down there. So. <laughs> Even in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very, very clear. I was like you. Yeah. North Carolina has some beautiful stuff. But I will yeah. tell you that me and my family are traumatized. Um, nothing against it. I would love so, to have no, to no. visit. It is so beautiful. Yeah. No, it is. It's such a beautiful, like, the land is beautiful. But I get it. Even seeing with Georgia. Like, I love Georgia. And I made some ridiculously beautiful cherished relationships like I will never not love those people and we're gonna visit them this year thank god I'm so excited to see them but like yeah I feel the same way I was like a little bit traumatized of like yeah and I mean the politics the politics talk kind of came up for a little bit because you know I got a bunch of southern men at the table and of course it's gonna come up and I was just shocked that like they're they were like hung up on Hunter Biden's laptop. And I was like, he's not even running for office. Like, what do you care about that? And then it was kind of like the freaking laptop. I was like, I don't care about it. They were like, you don't care about it. And I was like, why would I? And they were like, well, he could. And I was like, he's not running for office. I don't care. It's just like a conservative talking point. I feel like it's all they have. And they're like stuck on it. And then they brought up, 2016 about having there was no one else more capable and i was like excuse me there was someone very much more capable but we found out real quick that americans hate women mm-hmm. and then they just stared at me and ariel was like just remember we're in public and i was like well apparently everybody needs to be reminded that it's just that women are hated in this country because women just if can't you're gonna say people. that she wasn't capable of doing the job yeah. Yeah. When she had all the experience behind her and wasn't chosen for it, the only thing that comes down is, and, you know, they try to, oh, the emails, and I'm like, nope, nope, you're not going to go down that path with me. She sat for how long and answered every freaking question and was drilled. She showed up. She, I mean, like, I, oh, again, I'm not a huge, well, I'm definitely not a big Bill Clinton fan anymore. I used to love Bill Clinton, and I used to think that he was, like, the bee's freaking knees. Like, you know what it was about him that he, like, could play the saxophone? I thought that was, like, the coolest shit ever. My mom, really that was did. my mom, too. My mom. I Oh my god, like I love him. And it just like he does, he have he has that like charisma, right? But he screwed her again and again and again and again. Like there were several things like I I'm sure I think I talked about it in a previous mm-hmm. episode, but I watched that Hillary um documentary and I can't even remember what well, I was also like, was on. well into the women's suffrage book by the time oh, I went down there. Oh, yes. So no, women he, can do nothing right. Right. The one guy was saying how, like, we went astray after, like, World War II or something like that. And I was like, no, I'm going to take you back to, like, 1700 is when we went astray because we based our entire government off of the, the Native American system. And their their system included women, and we took their system and then just kicked the women out of it. And I was like, so that's where we made our mistake. And then my cousin had actually said, she was like, yeah, in nature, the female species is the one that runs 
everything. Everything. All other species. She's smart. Like she's a genius. So if she's listening, we trust your word. <laughs> okay? Because yeah. she, if anything, she's going to have the science and the facts behind whatever point she's about to make. Except for the laptop, because she brought up the laptop. Well, yeah, but if we're talking about the nature, anything, living down there, I don't have, my job as a human is to respect and love people. I don't have to change your mind. You're welcome to think what you want. I also don't have to associate mm-hmm. with you. I don't have to have anything to do with you. And like, if, if I was sitting at the table for that, I would probably have left and went about my business because I'm not here to change your mind. And like, my, yeah. you're not going to change mine. And um, I don't know if you're on any side of the oppressor, I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm all about. Amen to that. I'm not, I, I, a lot of people down there have that culture and that, that mind state and that's fine. But that's why when things went, when the war went on, um, the North was on one side and the South was on the other. So like living down there for so long, 10 years, I realized, okay, when shit goes and hits the, hits the fan, I'm on the North side. For yeah. Really good reasons. Like, I just think all of yeah. it is, it's ridiculous. My dad always, I, I love my dad so much. Cause like anytime they lived in Alabama for oh, yeah. now, we we are well we are like we we love we love alabama alabama university we are rule tied as because that's our d1 like no one else in our family has gone to a d1 school ergo we root for alabama however (laughs) they moved down there we went to go visit and i'm not kidding like even distract i mean we were not that far from georgia to alabama was very short drive and I'm not kidding, like, we were in a pretty, and I say liberal part of, we were right outside of, we were in Cherokee County, Fulton County is right next door, we were 45 minutes from Atlanta, and we were northwest, and we just continued to drive, like, west into Tuscaloosa, and as soon as you cross that Alabama border, you see some Confederate flags flying on the interstate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing going to North Carolina. I, I was beside myself because that was the first time I had seen it. Like, listen, I've seen it on cars. I see it up here. I see oh, yeah. people. There, is, there are several trucks that drive around this particular neighborhood in South Jersey that have Confederate flag stuff all over, all over. And I'm like... Oh, my dad always said he was just like, why are you waving a second pla- second place flag? Like, that's sad. <laughs> Every time he says it, I'm like, say it again. <laughs> like, I love it. Like, you lost. Why? Why are you, other than racism, why are you raising this flag? Or the South will rise again? That whole thing, I'm just like, ooh, ooh, Jesus. This Easter episode took a turn. (laughs) That's what they kept saying. They support states' rights. And all I could think about was like, again, you're oppressing the people who can't get out of the states. And that's why we should treat them like garbage. We should just separate parts of like, you know how Jersey, like we say, like there's like South Jersey is not North Jersey. It is separate. Okay. Southeast is not Northeast. No, it's not. We have different beliefs. 
generally, I mean, you know, all of us have families spread out. Like, we have Alabama family, and we have Florida, whatever. And they, obviously, North Carolina. They all may have their own beliefs in that culture that they grew up in. Florida. But, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I would be fine if we just cut it. Like, wherever they want. I know. Because, no, it's way different. Schools are different down there. In the pandemic, when everything was happening, and there was, like, riots and teachers from my daughter's school causing riots mm-hmm. over who didn't win and how they actually did win and they're having parades and i see her teeth shut the, the hell up like, no these people are not raising my child i don't care what side you're on but it's like us saying hey the eagles won the, the super bowl we're about to have a, a parade about it how they won the super bowl when it's like it appears no. they didn't, though. <laughs> so, like, what do you think? Oh, my gosh. And that was in, I mean, that's modern day. It was 2020. It was That's one of the reasons we came back up here because. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, like, when it comes to, like, field trips, like, going on educational trips, it was all plantations around there. I don't want, I don't want to learn about this family and their plantation. <laughs> no, like. Yeah. Not on the right and I did ask that. Wow. I, I asked that about to my cousin. I was like, well, why aren't you worried about the school? You know, like that's one of the well, that's one of the main reasons we stay in New Jersey. Yes, it is super expensive to live here, but we have one of the best public school systems in the whole country. Yeah. Like, I'm like, aren't you concerned about school? And she was like, well, it is something that I'm going to have to pay attention to. Now, she was a teacher, so like right. she is fully prepared and and she taught middle school and stuff so like she's fully prepared to to supplement but the fact that she has to supplement is like it goes back to like when the homeschool thing when that big push for homeschooling is happening in the south not necessarily Mm -hmm. up here but but in the south there you know the homeschooling is a big topic right now i see it all over facebook of people who should not be teaching their children um but posting about how they're considering doing homeschooling and it's like reread the history books because when they when we raise a nation of idiots Mm -hmm. those idiots are the ones that get propagandized into picking something that is only going to hurt the country yeah it's easier to control an uneducated yeah it's so easy to control them yeah it's hard because I do think that like homeschooling, like we considered homeschooling and I'm still like, it's the gun situation right now that's scaring the crap out of me. And if I were in a Southern state, especially Georgia, North Carolina, Florida, I would be most likely homeschooling my child. Like if I am in a very low um, gun restricted state that freaks me out now it can happen anywhere i mean like it's happened in jersey and you know i I just like it freaks me out like the guns but i know that homeschooling can be done well but for the reasons that they want to take their kids out of school because they don't want critical race theory or they don't want i don't know i I can't speak on every specific who I'm sure that like gay, transgender, LGBTQ, anything that has anything to do with. And I I am a white Christian woman. So like it, it makes me so angry when like it, it is literally it's, it's white Christian people 
It's that white nationalism. Alleged, because really, if you follow the faith, then you don't judge people off of it. But so that's that's what makes me angry about it, is that, like, I feel like, you know, and I, listen, we shopped churches, and I mean, there's a lot of wonderful churches, and it's, a, a lot of it just has to do with, like, the style of service, especially up here. It was a lot easier to pick a church up here then, I mean, like, there were a lot of churches that we were like, okay, like, we can see ourselves here. We can see ourselves here. Um, the messages were really wonderful. But it was just, like, in the South and even, I mean, even up in Rochester, it's just, like, there is a very specific agenda. And if you do not find yourself aligned within that little portion it's just like that white Christian nationalism scares the hell out of me. And it makes me sad. Like, I hope we can do an episode on faith or religion and Christ- or Christianity or whatever. Um, because, like, I, I don't want to be associated with that. Because I am a Christian and I'm like, hmm, I don't feel like that's, like, what Jesus was about at all. Like, <laughs> I was just like, I'm pretty sure he was a brown refugee who was, like, very much for, like, socialization of, and, like, anti-government. Like, they were hella afraid of him. He would be sitting with all of the people that a lot of groups shun and don't want to educate others oh, about. Exactly. They don't exactly. Know, and they don't know that these people are actually, like, people. And not just like um, outcasts, then it's easier to shun them because you don't know any better. Like when we were down there, um, we had family members who were Muslim talking about, hey, we would love to come down and maybe like move. We want to leave the city. And we're like, yeah, you'll be the only person here in that attire, which we don't care. Like right now we have a whole bunch of people from all different backgrounds in our area, which is super cool that's awesome. and like obviously yeah. we have family that fits that and that's we don't care but like <sighs> you are not going to fit in and that's just a warning because we don't want to see anybody struggle and you you would be leaving the city to come to a more peaceful environment but it's not it's not going to work it's not going to be peaceful no, and it be yeah. because you're not coming with bad intentions but who knows what they're going to mm. call you because they are ignorant <laughs> yeah and there's no one well, different around that's I watched the so sad the documentary on the Boston bombers, and that Ooh, was how was it? It was good. It's a uh, three episodes, four episodes, three or four episodes, but long. They're like hour long each. Okay, um, that's okay. what I watched while I sat on the couch today. Um, <laughs> but a part of that was like when it right after it happened, the Muslim community they were interviewing. Uh, like two two gentlemen who were from the the mosque that the boys had been in and then like the one who was a friend of them of the youngest one and they were just like both of them were like we were just starting the islamophobia from 9-11 was just starting to Ugh. to fade and they yeah. were like and as soon as it happened there that whole community was like please don't let it be a Muslim like please like it's only gonna restart all of this again and that's exactly what happened like all the it showed it started showing all the like newscasts right afterwards and I was like Mm. and that was 2013 so I'm like 10 years ago 
and we're still wow that was 10 years ago yeah that was 10 years ago so you're talking 20 we're what 22 years from 9-11 and it's it's the same exact words coming out of the mouths of those people on those news stations and i'm like it's been 20 yeah it's propaganda it's also fear this fear based propaganda and it makes me so sad and angry and and i mean for anyone who i mean we have our garden state mama's page but for anyone who follows me i'm like incessant like with the stuff that i post because i'm just like i will not shut up about it like because I just feel, I feel a type of way about it. Like, this is just not right. It's not right. It's frustrating because it's like, it, it really all actually, t- to me, I feel like it all makes sense for them to put stuff out there because it's way easier to control us as a whole if we are not grouped together um, as a community. Of course. If you divide yes. us, you can conquer us. And yes. so many of us don't do our own research. Like, you can go to school and still not actually be knowledgeable or well-rounded you know so it's easier to if we all got along (laughs) we could actually make a difference and that's just not of course but they don't yeah they don't want they just say whatever they want and then everybody's going to share and post it because it's like yeah you know i believe that too and it's like what do you turn off all turn off everything go talk to people in the community you that's how you find out what you believe you know go to different areas Ask people about that, like, get outside of yourself and just your traditions and culture. And I feel like probably maybe the way I was raised, because we have so many different nationalities and growing up in, like, an urban area, like, I just feel like it's so boring to only be interested in you and where you come from and people from that same background. That's that's boring. I want to know, and especially food-wise – you know, you can you can venture out into so many different cultures and experience so many different things, um, but you won't if they're all bad and dangerous, you know. And I will say, at the end of the trip, it was kind of like, we get fed so much division and all that. But at the end of the day, after our little politics talk at the brewery, we all sat around the table, we all had a pizza together, you know, there are, dis- you know, there's things that we disagree upon but nobody was nobody was attacking nobody was rude nobody was outwardly like if they had dropped some racism or something I would have walked out the door but it was in the end it was like we just have differing views on certain things you guys are all hung up on a laptop which doesn't make any sense to me but whatever that's your thing <laughs> um you know and it was like well you were able on. to be respectful yes yeah. But unfortunately, I do, I do feel like that with a lot of my friends and family that like, there are tons of people, especially over, you know, 2020, especially, I was just like, yes, we're on opposite sides. And I do feel like it was so hard for me, especially because I had two kids under two and I was isolated. I felt like I couldn't grasp a sense of reality of like, am I overreacting or am I just acting appropriately? You know, like that was my thing is this, I, I didn't want to just like cut people out of my life because they had a different view than I did. But then at the end of the day, I was just like, but it's really messed up that these are the reasons that 
you're voting for this person. And listen, I I am the first one to tell you that Democrats, Republicans, whatever, the American government as a whole is screwed up. Like, I don't think the Democrats are any less, you know, like there's lots of money. It's money. It's money. It's greed. It's there's a lot of stuff going on. But at the end of the day, I was like, hmm. I got to get behind the lesser of two evils here. And like, I can only do what we can do within our voting period. But if we don't make those strides of building those bridges between and having those respectful conversations between one another, if we do just shut each other out and pick sides, like, where are we going to go? We will 100% just crumble and fall, as as history has always shown that, like, if you divide, you will conquer. Like, it goes back to, I mean, you can, every single civilization that was ever really conquered and built, I mean, there was Rome, obviously, you can go back to World War Two. I mean, it's it's it is a proven <laughs> tactic, and unfortunately, like I, I I still get caught up in it. But it's like that that balance of am I getting angry for the right reasons, or am I getting angry for the wrong reasons? And like, what am I actually doing about the things? That upset me. That's a good point. And I've been listening to uh, Gabor Mate. Um, He's a psychologist. And what he explains a lot is how women especially, people, but women especially, um, aren't being taught how to, like, share our healthy anger. So, like, feeling angry. And then we kind of gaslight ourselves. Like, maybe I'm doing too much. Or may- and it's like, well, no, you... Your mind feels the anger, okay, or your mind, like, experiences it, but it's also within your nervous system. It's in your body. So it's there for a reason. Anger and different emotions were put in place to keep us safe because we're animals. So it's like, you probably are angry for good reason. Are you acting on it healthily? Are you cussing people out? I have. (laughs) It wasn't the best, but I have. So that wouldn't be the, the way to react, but, like, the anger can still be valid, and... I think if you're not angry with the way things go, then you're not paying enough attention because most of us are kind of in the same spots without acknowledging it, you know? So you probably, I mean, I support your anger. (laughs) It's so, and it's funny because like, I do follow that. I follow this thing on it's Facebook and Instagram the happy givers but it was just like if you're it was just like if you're not angry then or I forget what it is it's just like basically like if you're not upset like you're too full of privilege to understand like why people are getting upset so you don't you're not empathetic to the people that it is and I think that's what upsets me because I feel like I'm standing in a, in a room full of people and I'm screaming at the top of my lungs and everyone's like, meh, like it's not affecting me. It's not, it hasn't affected me yet. It will never affect me. And it's like, and you can very clearly divide all of those people up by a socioeconomic 
Like it, it when it comes down to it, it is a money. It's class, thing. yeah. It is a class problem. Like, and I was just like, I'm sorry, but like, if you're not upset, like you're, if a you're either not paying attention or you just are too privileged to be bothered. You're part of the with problem, life, essentially, because if to care. Well, but no one wants to. I'm like, I, this is the thing is, like, for anyone that's listening, that, like, uh, listen, no one wants to hear. I especially, you know, I don't want to be told that I'm part of the problem because I'm not doing X, Y, or Z. But it's just, like, you have to start somewhere. Start small. You can't just, like, no one person is going to change anything. But it's just, like, having the conversations. It's another huge reason that I wanted to do the podcast because I was, like, have a lot of opinions on things. And I love the community of being a mother. I think it's changed my views on a lot of things. I think... Our experiences as a whole of a community of mothers is honestly unstoppable. Like another uh, one of the, I just actually bought a shirt that said like vote like a mother. Cause I, it was, it's true. Like I was just like, can you not understand that? Like put yourself in another mother's shoes. Like, a mom who has a kid with special needs and how much they have to pay out of pocket or, you know, a mom whose kid is a different color skin than theirs. That feeling of having to have that conversation with a child, like I'll never have to do that, but like I can fight for that to be less of an issue like, it's just, it, it just has to start somewhere for people that are just like, oh, like, it'll get better. I don't feel, sometimes I go down like a really bad day of like, it's never going to get better. And we're never, you know, climate change is number one for me. And I'm like, not, none of this BS matters if, if our world is not okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah. If if we cause our planet so much pain that it decides to flood, hurricane us to death, and ice age us into oblivion, mm-hmm. so like no mon- no amount of money, no amount of fossil fuels, no amount of privilege, gay rights, d- Christian rights, abortion rights, none of it. None of it matters if, like, I was just like, uh, guys, 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 guys. It's on freaking fire. Yeah. Can we please address the planet that's on fire before we all slit each other's throats? Like, what? Why? Honestly, the and the, the, at the end of the day, sometimes I'm like, you know what? The planet's just better off without us. And Chris is like, will you stop? <laughs> I'm like, if we do, like, bomb each other into oblivion, I'm just like, at least the earth will go on. Happy without us. It repair itself. Stupid. Yeah, stupid Mother humans. Earth will, uh, take care of herself then. I know. It's such a dark thing to think about, but I'm, like, getting to the point where I'm hella frustrated. <sighs> and we're going into an election year, so hold on to your 
bootstraps people. <laughs> if you got them. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. If you got them. Exactly. Well, if you got them. That was um, an interesting Easter recap. <laughs> I know. We're going to have to, we're going to have to retitle this like Easter and then some. Uh, share your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, we had a great time down there. We're going to go back from vacation, but I am fully aware I don't belong down there. Um, that makes me hopeful, though, that you had a really, not like, that respectful end of the conversation. Like, that gives me hope. That gives me hope. Yeah, and, and they were very supportive of the gun restrictions we have in New Jersey, which Good. I was shocked about. Like, you know, these are... Most of them are attached to military some way or other. But they have kids. Not all of them. Oh, okay. And actually, the one who like the one who really asked what our like rules were, he is the youngest, doesn't have any kids, and he's also like the biggest of the boys. So he's this huge, like burly dude, and he's like, I support that. I think that's a good idea. That's great. See? That's great. And I was like, that's, a, that's amazing. Right. That see, okay. High note guys. I got, I took us to a real dark place, but that's, <laughs> that's, real, that's really, I'm so sorry. I did. I'm so, I do. I do go down that dark we rabbit all do. hole and I'm like, guys, okay. we're screwed. But that makes but me there's hope see. in the world like, somewhere. And it happened in one conversation with Lisa <laughs> during Easter break. I'm done. I mean, I've been called a bad influence by many a men in my life. <laughs> I'm a bad influence on their wives. I've gotten and that And I've been too. called that. I've gotten that many times. And yeah, I, for what? Giving them ideas you might of tell them like... something that they need to know so they're not sitting there listening to their dumbass boyfriend or, or husband <laughs> following him <laughs> off of a cliff. <laughs> yes. 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 Honey, jump. <laughs> Creating that independent woman. Yeah. That I get I get called a bad spark. influence. Right. You know, because when I'm starting to show the control, it's like, oh, now I'm a bad influence. Although I'm not doing anything on purpose. I'm just like, hey, let's go out for drinks. Um, apparently that, that makes let's me Let's be bad ourselves. But, right? Like, let's yeah. not spend all of our time taking care of a man who is more than capable of taking care of themselves. Um, so... Uh, I I sometimes enjoy being called a bad influence, and I felt like um, my my few days down down there. This in is the my south, new favorite. <laughs> this is my new favorite episode. I'm so excited about it. I'm just gonna I'm so... bring my bad influence and my bad yes. New Jersey weather down to yes. North Carolina, but I can't no, stay least... here because so uh, we'd probably get like run out of the state. I'm yeah. done. I was like, either I, well, this is also why I can't go back into corporate America because I'd probably start a revolt within a company. So I can't go yeah. back to corporate America and I definitely can't live in the South because um, I'm a bad influence and I wear it proudly. I think you're a great influence. <laughs> Ergo, why I hopped on board to this awesome podcast because I was just like, Lisa thinks it's a great idea. So I am in. <laughs> <laughs> like done yes i love it this is my new favorite episode i'm so excited we should call it like easter and anarchy <laughs> there you go love it um we're gonna keep this episode less than an hour 
So yes. we will talk to Casey about her upcoming trip when she gets back. Casey, have Perfect. a wonderful trip. Enjoy Mexico. Although we are kind of having Mexico weather up here right yeah. now with yeah. it being 85 degrees in April. Um, but have a great trip. Enjoy Thank the you. margaritas and all the <sighs> alcohol you're going to drink. I'm so jealous. Um, Val, I'll take hold a that baby pictures. in. I know, hold that. Will I have a baby? Let's see. <laughs> Drum roll, please. <laughs> oh my gosh, if I came back and you were like, by the way, Val had a baby, I'd be like, what? That's what I'd be like, Oh my too. gosh. I feel like he's, he's taking his good old time. Good, let him bake. Let mm-hmm. him bake so you can get that summertime with him. All right, ladies, Aww. it was a good good chat tonight um, to our to our listeners. To our fellow to our listeners. Yeah, friends. To our listeners, <laughs> to our pod squad if you're uh some glennon doyle fans um, i just... love that when she said that i was like yes pod squad uh, but everybody's called a pod squad so um I'm, I'm to everybody it. who's listening um we hope we didn't scare you away with our political talk there but we're just being real we're being real moms real moms yeah in the in the northeast <laughs> yeah and we hope that this you guys come back next week talk to you later Bye. Bye. Bye.